0: hey, sometimes, sometimes you got shit to do and you just gotta get it done.
1: Dad Corner. woodworker, Barbecuing. Beating the little one. <laughs> wait, wait, the kid? Uh, who knows? The little so one. What did the green grape say to the purple
0: grape? What?
1: breathe <laughs> yeah <laughs> so dope oh, that's uh, so great
2: it took I it definitely it took there. me a second i was like what the fuck
1: courtesy of my wife Keena.
0: it took me about a 16th of a second which felt like three <laughs> seconds but that i like that one that's a good one well boys uh and everybody out there, we're back. Welcome back to Dads on DayQuil. This hey. is episode number four. We're rolling here, baby. I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I'm
2: Josh, a.k.a. The Dome.
1: I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stone.
0: Beautiful, boys. How you guys doing today?
2: Fantastic. Doing pretty Loving good. Excited
1: for this podcast.
0: Yeah. Me as well. Well, let's kick right into Dad stories. Uh, I'm going to go first here. So the first one... You guys want encouraging, uplifting, or do you want stupid, funny first? You let me know.
2: Let's do encouraging. Get that crap out of the
0: way. Encouraging. All right. All right. Encouraging. Okay, so um, my son definitely doesn't have the same genetic makeup as me when it comes to sports. Uh, You know, AJ, you know, since I've been real little, I'm just, every sport, doesn't matter what I play, what I do, I'm good at it. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to be that dad that's an asshole and push that onto my kid, which is probably not right, but nonetheless whatever he's tried baseball basketball <clears throat> he did hockey for a while but he's been in jujitsu since and kickboxing but since january so the other day he's coming up and uh, on thursday i believe and they have a uh, stripe testing so in jujitsu where he's at at least the way it works is you can only test for your belt once a year you have to have four stripes on your belt to be able to belt up to the next color well the way you get stripes is you have to test for them you have to win in a tournament, you know, win a match, or you can do something in the gym that's been taught to you and you do it on your own while rolling without being told to do it. And then the coach can say, you know, you've really earned a stripe. Let me give you a stripe. So the other night they were going to do stripe testing and I asked him about it. And he said, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't know. And I said, okay, he's looking forward to kickboxing testing for his next belt. And I think he'll do good at that. So I go to pick him up and he's standing on the wall with all these kids with a stripe around his belt and I was like you know kind of like tilt my head like what <laughs> how'd you get that <laughs> so afterwards you know he gets done he's like dad look 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 I got a stripe and I gave him a hug and told him I'm proud of him and I was like how'd you do that and he said well I was one of the first kids that the coach said you know do you want to try the test and I said yeah sure I'll try it and I said so what'd you do and he said that, uh, you know, he picked a partner at random, and they have to give a little bit of resistance, but not full resistance. And he makes me get inside control, and he tells me, pick a submission that I can get from side control. So he said he picked the Kimura. Got it. Okay, now move to mount. Pick two submissions that you can get from mount. So he said he did the Kimura again, and then he did the armbar. And then he had to go into his guard and uh, get a submission, which he said he picked the triangle. And... <laughs> Then he got mount right. (laughs) He's got long legs too. So if he could lock in, if he could learn that triangle, he's got that lanky body that works perfect. Uh, But he loves the Kimura, and so whatever. So he uh, then they have to get mounted, and they have to show that they can get out of a full mount. And he goes, it was really hard because, you know, Coach Brian didn't say what um, submissions to do. I said, well, that's part of the test, bud. He tells you at every class. And he wants you to know, based on your position, where, what you're going to try and pull off. And so he got done, and he passed it, and the, and the coach said, you know, I didn't think you were ready for it, but I still wanted to offer you, and I'm really proud that you did it. So it was a big dad moment for me that, you know, he was so excited that he got a stripe, and he's moving towards the next belt. And he didn't feel he was ready, but he still tried the test, not knowing if he would pass it or not. Hell yeah. yeah. So... I was I was proud of him on that one. That's super cool. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm still pretty happy
2: about it. Especially for him because yeah, he's a little he's like a little timid to begin with. At least that's mm-hmm. the way he comes off until he yeah, gets on that mat. Yeah, that mat's definitely changed him.
0: Yeah, that's how you build
1: confidence. Just go into it and do it.
0: Yeah, and, and he's actually asked me, he said that he wants to, the next time they do a tournament, if it works out for us on the weekend, to be able to take him so he can try and compete, which, you know, whether he thinks he's ready or not, that's a big step to make that mental decision yep. to I want to compete against other kids that could beat me, yeah. or maybe not, maybe I could beat them, but um, the other story... We're sitting there the other night. So like we've said a couple weeks now, my my wife's pregnant. So those pregnant scatterbrain things happen. Hmm. And we're on the couch. I think this is like Wednesday night or maybe Tuesday. I can't remember what night, but we're watching TV. And we're just going at each other, bantering back and forth in a fun matter, not bad or mean or anything. And so I was teasing her and I said something and I repeated it. And then I repeated it a third time. And she looks dead at me and she goes, I can fucking hear you. I'm not fucking blind. (laughs) and i just looked at her like what'd you just say and it was at that moment that she realized what she just said and it was just that's where skyrocket that- gold from there and then the next comment out of her mouth was dead eyed right at me and she said do not fucking put this on
2: the podcast which i said not a chance it's going right on absolutely 100 percent. if you kept this gold from us i would be so mad well, yeah. What like, about AJ? What do you got this week?
1: So, um, as you all know, I've been on my health kick and been walking a lot and, uh, I go walking uh, like down my street, all the way around it loops all the way around my neighborhood and the way it loops around right back to the house is almost, as, is, uh, almost an exact mile. And so in 60 minutes I've, I've, almost do like three miles. And so I really like that walk. And one night I really needed some clarity and I needed to think about some things. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna take a little bit of this edible and I'm gonna uh, take a hit of my pen and go walk, and have some nice cleared thoughts. And uh, I chose the wrong pen. I chose a Uh-oh. little bit, little bit more of a, a uh, little bit more of a loopy one, than the one I wanted oh to boy. to be energetic to go like uh, uh, work out on. Um, <laughs> and uh, and this edible I hadn't taken before. This is a brand new one, and it's like pretty <laughs> strong. So I'm like, all right, you know, let's do this. And I took it a while before I went. Right so right as I walked out of the house and I'm setting my timer and I'm getting the podcast on I was listening to Bob Saget and Joe Rogan shoot the shit and I was like alright this is going to be a great episode, it's going to be a great walk, let's go
0: and our- that was a great, real quick, that was a great great episode on Joe Rogan yes. with Bob Saget, that was fantastic yes, it fucking Sorry, was. Go ahead.
1: actually my bad, it's not that one, that's the one I've been listening to but actually it's the one um, who's that TV news anchor that's like dubbed as the UFO reporter, he's from Vegas some like K- KLS TV, oh, whatever. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't. Um, yeah, I don't remember his name, but I know who. Yeah, so about. they
1: were they were talking about Bob Lazar and the aliens and stuff, and the government talking about, oh, they, you know, they just came out and said they found alien spacecraft. And uh, so I'm walking down the street, and the edibles hitting me, and the pens hitting me, and I'm listening <laughs> to this, and I'm like, oh, this ain't good. And it's darkest fuck outside. It's like nine o'clock and the sun is set, and I'm like, this ain't good. You know, let's get this hour done. Let's get it over with. Let's think about some things. Let's go and I'm walking down is this the same night you
0: text me that you got probed yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so
1: so I'm walking down the street and it's fucking hitting and I'm like oh my god okay just you know deep breaths in through the nose out through the mouth let's stay calm let's go and uh, you know like I just Joey Diaz in the back of my head the paranoia is where you want to be cocksucker fucking just do it <laughs> <laughs> and I'm walking down the street and I get to this house and this house has like beautiful red rock outside in these bushes and this oh, lady's like coming out of her car and I look up and she looks at me and I was like hi how are you she's like I'm good how are you and then I just hear I'm like what the fuck is that a cavalry? what the hell is that <laughs> and I look and from behind her bush comes this Massive dog, this big ass dog, and he's like, and I'm like, oh, uh, okay, this isn't good. This is you want to play? Um, so I, so for a second, I kind of stepped aside and I was like, hey, hey, buddy, you okay? And he gets next to my ankle, and immediately I was like, okay, there's two things that's gonna happen: a my ankle is gonna get bit, or b. I'm going to say, I'm just apologize forever for killing this dog. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm a little scared right now. I don't know what to do. Um, and I'm tripping balls. And Slade so comes over. She's like, I'm so sorry. And she picks up this little chihuahua. And I was like, oh, it's not that big. Okay, I'm just high. And I, and I I thought you were going to say it was an ant for a second. I was like, it, it looked, was probably an it ant. It looked so big coming out of the bushes, just the way it was. Just like, And I was like, oh, my God. Am I about to get taken down by a fucking dog while I'm tripping balls? And then she picked it up. And I was like, oh, it's a little chihuahua holy shit this is a fucking ripping edible god damn. Oh. <laughs> cut yeah, to five you...
2: minutes later when kina's like hey dude are you actually gonna get off the porch um. <laughs> hey can you roll over to Hell your yeah. side of the bed i need to go to sleep <laughs> what
1: <Ooh. laughs> and, I, and i come home and i'm like coming down from it and i'm just like wow that was a crazy podcast that was a crazy <laughs> night go walk that's insane and i walk in and everybody just looks at me like in unison and I immediately wanted to be like, Illuminati's real! Where's the tinfoil? And just running. <laughs> <laughs> what you got good. this week, Josh? What you got going on?
2: Oh, dude. I, I, You know, I didn't have nearly as much fun as either one of you. You know, uh, I did, did have some crazy kid moments, you know, where they say a bunch of stupid stuff that they don't realize they're saying. And, uh, of course, none of my kids listened at all this week. Um, but I really, really was jonesing for... For baseball to be back which i was really happy it came back on thursday it was good even though we had a rain delay and now that it feels like sports are back in the air i'm super excited for hockey i'm just like chomping oh, at the bit oh, chomping next at the bit weekend
0: next weekend yeah. hockey saturday five games sunday five games it's real it's happening speaking of hockey the seattle Crackers. oh Dude, those what jerseys. A fucking logo. <sighs> what a jersey. I mean, you're expecting a dud because fuck Seattle and yeah. fuck their fans, yeah. but
2: you oh. know, but they did everything holy right shit. from the colors yeah. to the creativity oh, yeah. in, the, in the logo. The jersey Beautiful. looks badass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: it looks sick. It, it, to me, it is the best expansion jersey uh color logo combo since the sharks came out yeah. in what was that 92 or yeah, something, like, something that. like that i mean th- that jersey is just beautiful yep. I- i've even seen a picture of uh somebody cropped tj oshi in it <laughs> like how yeah. it would look on the ice and i'm just like oh my yeah. god yeah. that thing's gorgeous and there's so
2: there's so many spin-offs that you can play with those colors too and, and and like i said the the creativity that they put into the space needle anchor you know and then the cracking ass it's cool it looks yeah good.
0: it's they did a good job. Uh, speaking of sports and, and more importantly, hockey, I want to talk about some worse dates. No. So I'm going to go first here. So I, I, I tried to reach in the memory bank on this one and, and I can remember this one cause it was just weird. So I don't remember how I met this girl, nor do I remember her name. And you would think with the outcome, I would have remembered maybe both, but I remember in the leading up to our first date, and only date. So here's a hint. Hmm. Uh, we talked for a couple weeks on the phone. Maybe it was a mutual friend that, that knew us or whatever. And we were both into hockey. Well, mind you, I was 18, maybe 19. I think I was 18, but regardless at the time I lived in Vegas, I was a huge Red Wings fan. And I know in the previous podcast, I get all excited for the coyotes. I live in Arizona now. I've lived here for 12 and a half years Arizona has won my heart with their team and their broadcast team since about 2011 big shout out love those guys especially Tyson Nash the schnoz Mm -hmm. Um, But at the time I was a huge Red Wings fan And this girl was a Colorado Avalanche fan and if there's any hockey fans out there You're talking 15 years ago 16 years ago maybe yeah those two teams loathed each other some of the best rivalries at the time like when you think of rivalries in sports Colorado and Detroit back then was one of the best so I was like I can get past it and we jabbed at each other back and forth about the teams and so I, I do remember taking her to Olive Garden the always delicious cuisine of mm. authentic it- Italian food yeah it's, it's so authentic <laughs> So authentic. So we get our unlimited, you know, uh, salad and breadsticks and whatever. I think we were there for like an hour and a half, maybe even close to two hours because it was a Friday night and it was busy. I think we maybe spoke two to three sentences to each other Oof. the entire time. And it was just like lame duck. Like, And maybe it was on both sides because I wasn't feeling it. And so I was just quiet. And it was it was weird, awkward. Like even the waiter was like... Do you guys need anything else? Like trying to like be yeah. nice about it, and, and I remember getting done, and I picked her up so to take her home. Not a word said on the way home. Oh. Radio's at like elevator low music. Oh. and she gets out of the car, and I just was like, "Well, it was nice meeting you. Good luck with your fucking stupid avalanche thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the door and left.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so glad I'm not seeing you again." <laughs> is <laughs> terrible it oh, was so dude terrible. Oh, avalanche fans like i mean they're they're another one that they're either Colorado really nice
0: fans in general
2: they're either really really nice people who you just don't have a problem with or they're completely absurd about everything with their with their fandom like the stats are just crazy they don't they don't even make sense sometimes they bring up stuff that happened way yeah. too long ago that doesn't still pertain to anything yeah no. Screw them.
0: Yeah. I, I, what about but, uh, 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 let's go? Let's go to you, Josh. What do you, so mean, what do you got? It's for funny. Us? It's
2: funny that yours had yours has a, a beautiful cuisine in it because mine had some high profile cuisine as well. So this one's back <laughs> from uh, when I was a freshman in high school, and uh, you know when I was a freshman in high school, I was still a little awkward, right? So uh, that stage of life, I wasn't quite like other kids. Um. So, this girl comes up and she asked me, and we're gonna keep names out of it. But this girl comes up and and she asked me out. And she, so I'm like, yeah, sure, you know, absolutely. And you know, where do you want to go? Where can I meet you? We'll sit down and you know, we'll have a good time. And she picks McDonald's. <laughs> so now, you know, at the time, hey, let's get that two for four forty four, baby. At the time, I'm like, are you are, okay? Like, really? That's where you want to go? She's like, yeah, absolutely, I love it please take please take me to McDonald's. So it's like, okay, I'll meet you there say like 7. Deal. So, I get there a little early, right? And I got this list of like one liners all pegged up and I'm going and uh, I'm excited. She comes in the door and I'll never forget like the speed and the aggression that she came in the door was just something else. And she comes in and she looks at me and she's like, "All right, this is what I want." And she throws down her order. And she's like, "I'll be in the play area." And then just walks away. Shut up. Just walks away Shut from me. Dude, dude, straight up. Just passes right by me. Walks straight to the play area. I walk up. I order the food. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, okay, cool. Like she's she's a kid at heart. Alright, fine. So I <laughs> I go to You're I, lying. I go to get over to the play area, right? <laughs> and she's playing like this game of fucking keep away with me. Like she's got some prize that I'm not allowed to have. Every time I try and get near her, she fucking moves. She just ditches me. So finally the food's up. I go get the food. She comes over to the table. She takes the food and brings it back to the play area and sits in the tunnel. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What, what in the world am I experiencing you, right now? Like, this cannot be tell real. Me you're you lie. I'm tell like, all right, so fine. I'm like, let's give it one more shot. Maybe she's just being creative. She's a kid at heart. All right, cool. I'm going to go into the tunnel with her to eat. Like, this will be like a romantic story, right? Yeah, I get to the tunnel and she straight up says no boys allowed. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, I'm done. I just grabbed my chicken nuggets and left. I was like, I'm out of here. Fuck this.
1: <laughs> How old? How old both of <laughs> I was like 15. So I was a freshman had to be in high like school. Dude. Oh, yeah. Jeez,
2: I like ba- old enough yeah. to not be that. Weird. I, like, bar- I like barely, had my license, dude. Yeah. Well that's. Fun. Yeah, oh it was absolutely hilarious. terrible. Yeah, that that was that was definitely the the strangest <laughs> date I've ever had, no boys by far. Manager. Yeah.
0: She's like, no boys allowed, and you're just like, well, fuck me then, right? All right, yeah. uh, mom, can you come get me? <laughs> Excuse me, manager, can I use your phone? <laughs> yeah.
2: What about you, AJ? Oh,
1: shit. So, um, before my wife and I got together, um, for a while, I was on uh, this dating website and I was going on dates back, you know, left left and right. And I have a few pretty good ones, but there's one that stands out the most, and it was because I fucked it up. Uh-oh. Not because she fucked it up. I fucked it up. So I really liked this girl. Um, and we had gone on, I think, four dates at that point, And she was pretty guarded. I was a little guarded, too. I was a little bit more open. But I had just come out of, like, you know, four-year relationship. And I was, like, kind of, you know, fucked up. And I was, like, you know, I, I really want to build a connection with somebody. But I want to take it slow. But, like, fourth or fifth date, I was, like, okay, you know, maybe we're, maybe we're feeling a first kiss or something. I don't know. You know, like maybe, you know, we're, we both have feelings for each other. We both show it, but you know, she's still All a little right. bit guarded and I was trying to, you know, lower down those walls as I was lowering mine down too. And, uh, she was like, okay, this date, I want you to come up with it entirely. You come up with the whole thing. And I was like, okay, well, I want her to be about what I'm about.
0: Are you into LARPing? Yeah.
2: No, <laughs> I was,
1: uh, shooting. What's the size of your head? So, so I was like, I want her to be what I'm into, which is I love to go shooting. So I was going to take her out on a shooting date, have some fun, blow up some watermelons and cantaloupe, have some watermelons, cantaloupe, maybe have a little moment where, you know, we have the first kiss, whatever, blah, 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 you know, like just planning out that moment, you know, just like fun, cute, adorable
2: date. Nothing's so more I was, romantic than gunpowder and watermelon. Hell
1: yes, baby. That's my life right there. Gunpowder's awesome. and watermelon. So... Uh, I was like, okay, meet me at my house. I won't tell you any of the details. Just know we're gonna draw. She was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's two. That's two. Met- that's two metaphors right there. One, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go out and get some watermelons and cantaloupe, and I'm gonna get like a bunch of markers and shit. And we're gonna draw on them and I'm gonna have fun and just, you know, just like fuck around, and then we're gonna blow them up. And uh so I do that and she comes over and I had the truck all loaded up. I was like, All right, we're gonna go in the truck, we're gonna go, uh you're know, gonna wear out to the boonies. She was like, Okay, so she's we're in the truck, we're making a good conversation and I'm driving outside of town, like on the way to California, and there's a place to go shooting out there. It's in the middle of the desert. So we pull in and as we pulled in, she's like got real quiet. And I was like, okay, you know, like, you know, maybe she's just, like, really anxious. She's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? So we go, like, deep back in the desert, right? And I park.
0: She thought you were going to bury her. You know, I
1: parked. She's and I look over point. at her, and I can see her trembling a little bit. And I was like, do you want to see your surprise? She's like, um, okay. And I pull out some watermelon and some cantaloupe and pull out some markers. And I pulled out a gun. And I was like, okay, we're going to go shoot. <laughs> today. Um, I want you to draw on these watermelons and these uh, cantaloupes. And she interrupts me and goes, What? I was like, yeah, we're gonna shoot some targets, I have some stuff back here, and I pulled up, like, a bunch of posters and stuff, and she goes, oh my god, I thought you were gonna kill me! I was like, what? (laughs) Like, shut the fuck up, let's go, get the fuck out of the car, like, just completely went over my head, completely went over my head, so we get out of the car, and uh, she's like, I really don't want to draw right now, I was like, okay, that's fine, let's just blow shit up, let's have fun, and so I'm, like, setting up targets, and I'm pulling up some trash, and trying to make targets out of them, and... We're having some fun and I'm blowing up some watermelons of cantaloupes. And I was like, here, like take the shotgun. And she tried blowing up one up, but she couldn't uh, hit it and it had like too much kick. And my whole thought, I was like, this is the moment. I'm going to get both of us covered in watermelon and cantaloupe. And then I'm going to go over there and like help her pick it off herself. And then, bam, it's going to lead to the first kiss. It's going to be amazing. And Jeez. I had this like all plotted out in my head and she won't hit it. And I was like, here, take this, shoot it. Or I was like, oh, here, like stand with me and shoot. You know, I'm like, we'll blah, 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 blah. And she's like, no, I won't do it. And I was like, mother fuck. God damn it. This is going to be an adorable moment. And so she was shooting, and she's like, just about done. And I roll up next to her, and I was like, I'm going to start shooting next to you. And she's like, okay. And then I throw out a cantaloupe, and I was like, watch out! And I shot the cantaloupe, and it exploded. And it was like five, it was like almost ten feet out from us. And we both just got sprayed with cantaloupe and rock. And I was like, "Whoa, Goddamn, that thing blew up! I am covered! And I looked at her, and she's covered, too. And I was expecting her to be like, oh, my God, I'm covered. I need some help. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to help you, Okay. And I look at her and it's not
2: going to be the only coverage that's going to (laughs) happen. AJ's trying to reenact some crazy porn in his head. (laughs) I
1: look at her and she's holding the gun and she just like pulls it up, like close to your face and goes, oh my God, just take this. I was like, okay. So I took the gun and I holstered it. She's like, I'm going to go sit in the truck for a second. I was like, okay. She goes sit in the truck and I'm shooting some stuff and I come back and she's like, yeah, I think I'm done shooting for the day. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You look a little bit sunburned. I think I'm getting pretty sunburned too. I'm going to take a couple of shots at this uh, Tannerite I bought and see if I could get it to like blow up the rest of the watermelon. And then, you know, we'll get out of here. And like, I get the rifle out and I'm shooting the Tannerite. And, uh, after like a hundred shots, cause I suck ass with this rifle, it finally hits it. And it was like this little tiny cloud of smoke, like nothing moved. <clears throat> just, you just saw smoke. And I was like, what? I spent fucking $30. Fuck. Fuck those pawn shop motherfuckers. <laughs> and so uh, I was like, all right, you know, let's go and we're driving back and I was like, you know, did you have fun? She's like, yeah. Yep. Yep. No. Nope. Yep. Just like one word yes or no answer. And I was like, oh, okay, she's been a little bit trouble. short. Yeah. I was like, okay, you know, and I was like, Oh, you know, um, you know, do you wanna come like wash up inside or anything, you know, from like cantaloupe and stuff like that. But she's like, No, it's okay, you I'm don't. just gonna go. I was like, All right, you know, it was good seeing you and like gave her a hug and it was like a quick like one pat and she was gone. And I was like, Okay, um damn, well, I guess maybe it just isn't going to work out. And then, she, you know, I texted her and I was like, hey, I'm sorry, you know, if I made you feel uncomfortable or anything, you know, I was, you know, that it didn't go the way it was intended. I apologize about that and just straight ghosted me. Straight ghosted me and never talked to me again. And then it didn't dawn on me until a couple of years later, the gravity of the situation, I put this poor girl in. And if you're out there, I'm so sorry I put you in that position. That was a dumbass move for me. But I just took this girl and... <laughs> that I didn't know out to the middle of the desert and made her think I was going to fucking murder her.
0: <laughs> yeah. She probably watched an episode of CSI. Dude, straight up, straight
1: up. She's over there like, hmm, CSI and CIS. What the hell's running through my mind right now? Oh, murder. I'm never going to see anybody ever again. And I'm over here like, oh, like, I think I'll get us covered in cantaloupe and watermelon. It's going to be adorable. Whenever we'll first kiss. And then we're going to have babies in a few years. I don't know what the fuck this is going to lead us. So, yeah, that's how I fucked that date up.
2: That's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> that's absolutely gorgeous. I love yeah, it. AJ AJ's got this whole like notebook planned in his yeah, head. Yeah, you know, i legit. Romantic did. Shit. I'm
1: legit. I was like it's gonna be romantic. Uh, I'm really gonna find out yeah. if she's gonna be like the girl for me that gets like dirty and like doesn't give a fuck, yeah. you know, and is like, let's the- go shoot some guns.
2: Now the whole time she thinks you're Jeffrey Dahmer. Straight up, you straight should up. have this whole time. This whole time, she's like,
1: "Hmm, Bundy."
0: You should have uh, lied to her and told her you were going to kill her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking speaking of what's lies, what's your pain tolerance? L- let's yeah. let's talk about some lies that we tell our kids. You know, those good ones that. Oh. Um, like one that really comes to mind for me was, and I couldn't believe I didn't think of this. I was not the creator of this. This was passed on from another friend of mine, and I was like. <laughs> how fucking dare you how genius can you be at this point point? and he was like how have you never heard of this and i said i i don't know but it's it's ingenious so he would point no children listening at this point please if you're listening as a child turn it off Santa's not real
2: that's <laughs> uh, explicit of our thing they shouldn't be fucking listening anyway you you never know hey, I send that so, message anyway.
1: disclaimer to everybody this children this podcast is not for children Yeah, we, have, we there's have been probably still 13
0: year old girls or like you know eight year old kids who are cussing on Fortnite listening to us in the background <laughs> but anyway so he points up to the smoke detectors in in the house and because in the way I saw this as I watched it in live action and this is how it came about his kids and, and my kid were fucking around, and he was like, "Boys, you better knock that shit off. That Santa camera's watching you right now. It's reporting to Santa if you're being naughty." And my eyes just went wide, nice. and I looked and I was like, ha, "What?" And he was like, "Oh, you don't use that?" And I was like, "That is the most genius thing That's, I've ever done." So I still do that to my wife.
1: That is a, <laughs> That's I'm awesome. I'm so going to. Oh, I'm writing Writing's that down right now. Absolutely awesome.
2: He said that. Isn't that Santa isn't camera? that a genius <laughs> one?
0: Yeah, the, you, po- you point at the smoke detector and say, hey, that's the Santa camera. It's checking to see if you're naughty or nice. Holy shit. And until they're probably like seven, you know, it, 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 they'll buy it. Like you point at that Santa camera. Hey, Santa camera. They're like, oh, shit. Better, you know, pucker my butthole and straighten up a little bit. But, man, what about you, Josh?
2: What do you got? Um, you know, so I use, I use some small things like I, I use the obvious ones. You know, if you don't eat your vegetables – uh, you know, you're not going to grow up and be big and strong, or you'll lose your hair. I, I use that one a lot, like to get my kids to to, to eat <laughs> food because I don't my have to so. that to
0: me about eating veggies, and I said bet.
2: So I didn't eat them, and I'm five foot four. <laughs> exactly. See, so I I use what God gave me. You know, I I attribute a lot of things like, oh, if you don't brush your teeth, you're going to lose your hair. Like, it, you know, I, I, I... Dad, did you not brush your teeth when no, you were little? No, 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 kids, I did not. <laughs> You know, I uh, we 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 the small ones like the the Santa Claus one and the Tooth Fairy one and um, uh, the Easter Bunny stuff like that. Like my kids know that that they are who they are. Like they know that we we are them. Pete, we are those people. Like we don't. I don't. I try and do other di- different types of lies. Like um, another one I used to use was that uh, they don't make batteries. They don't. They don't actually make batteries to sell in the store when my kids were little, so I never had to replace batteries in actual toys. They, they only come with the toy. Yeah. That they only come with the toy. So once the battery is gone, they're like dead. And yeah, and that worked great until Callie was old enough to, you know, actually notice them in the store and that when yeah. that backfired, but yeah, that worked for like a little that. while.
1: That's a good one.
2: What do you got, AJ? Um,
1: I don't have anything yet that I've really used. Um, you know, I I kinda just tell Avery, you know, whenever she wants to like touch something that, you know, she could just like easily break, you know, we just tell her, you know, it's it's bad, you know, and and uh right. so you know, I don't really have anything yet that's like dad light worthy, but I have one thing that's was passed on to me from my mom. Uh that's okay. definitely gonna be used. And okay. it's that so you haven't used it haven't yet, used but you got it, yet. it bankrolled. It's bankrolled and it's gonna happen. And it's that when I was a toddler, whenever we went to Burger King, McDonald's, any fast food joint that had a play place, and my parents didn't want us to go inside because I'm going to be in there forever, my mom would say, oh, it's too expensive to go inside. It's cheaper to go through drive-thru. Let's go through (laughs) drive-thru.
2: Well, i actually, wish i would have told my date would, that
1: and i would and i would just be like okay it's cheaper to go through drive through
2: <laughs> oh shit
1: <laughs> i was like that's fucking that's genius fantastic. shout out yeah. to bobby out there you know who you is
2: i'm so oh, gonna use schna- that on the Aver- other schnaz. yeah <laughs> that's too funny i i do have another oh, one my that my man. grandmother used to tell me um in, in ironically it's about lies so you know how when you get soap underneath your fingernails and you have the little white spots under your fingernails right my grandmother used to tell us that when those spots showed up it was because you had told a lie
1: Hmm.
2: oh yeah wow Okay, yep.
1: the white spots on your
2: okay yeah the white spots okay. on your fingernails were because you were telling lies. I I've had them like my whole it. life, so it could, could like very well it. be true. <laughs> I don't know if it's not
0: true or not. Yeah, I had one. Uh, my mom, I don't know. I had to be maybe around ten, maybe sub 10, eight, eight to ten, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, I would always ask, like, can we go to the store? Can I get a toy? And you know whatever it was, and she's like, "Sorry, bud, we can't." And I would always say, "Can't we just go to the ATM and get money out?" Because my mom would hardly ever carry cash. She'd always go to the, you know, whatever bank it was, withdraw money whenever we were going somewhere. So I said, "Oh, well, just, it's okay, mom. We'll just go to the bank. We'll go to the ATM." And that caught on her real quick, and maybe where I get a little bit of my wittiness from, because she was like, "Oh, sorry, bud. No, we can't. We can't go to the ATM today. It's broken." or or it would be closed you know like the yeah. bank's closed today and i'm like oh, son of, a bitch. Right. A, son of a bitch that's a good one son of a bitch That's a good one i know it's,
2: a, it's amazing the things that you can get creative with like i know i had a buddy that used to tell his kids that uh, the the tv would shut off after a certain point in in the night just in order to actually because it
0: actually used to yeah. <laughs> yeah well when we were when we were kids it turned into
2: damn infomercials that you didn't want to watch anyway girls uh, gone wild you did yeah oh no that was the that was the shady <laughs> it was the shady 99 channel with that that dial knob yeah but uh no yeah. he, he would he would turn off the tv at a certain point and be like no man sorry kids it's the programs are going to end there's no more recordings for tv anymore yeah and he just shut oh, it down. Speaking
0: speaking of that, so this is a weird one that's not, it's related to the TV shutting off. So I remember one of the first summers I went back to um, North Dakota to spend time with my dad because I didn't really start to get know, to know him until I was probably 12. And then I'd go back every summer and spend a month to two and a half months there, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it was like the first year that I was there for, so I was probably 13, maybe 14. And I was there for a good like six to eight weeks, right? And we go to this uh, little town called Valley City where my great-grandparents lived. And they were in their 90s at the time. And uh, so, you know, a couple things happened on this. But uh, I remember my great-grandma saying, hey, dinner's ready, everybody. And I looked at my dad and I'm like, dad, it's it's 12 o'clock. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They call lunch dinner, and they call dinner supper. Mm. And then it was like a plethora of spread. And I'm like, this is lunch. What's for fucking dinner? (laughs) But anyway, so back to the thing that brought me up to it was we're sitting around watching TV. And my my great-grandpa would throw in like a dip. And I'm pretty sure he would throw it in after he ate. And it would stay in until he had to pull it out again. Like you'd forget he had it Mm -hmm. in. But I remember he was sitting there one night, the first night, and pulls this dip out throws it in the trash can grabs the remote turns the tv off and he's like all right guys good night we'll see you in the morning and i said "Uh, okay grandpa see you in the morning and i look over at my dad and i'm just puzzled like my face is just like what the fuck is actually happening right now he gets up mind you they slept in separate rooms that's how you know old they were and how different it was my grandparents same way and he He's mind you, this is summertime. So uh, up in North Dakota, sun doesn't go down until probably close to 10 Mm o'clock. Right. And he goes on and walks down to bed. And I look at my dad. I'm like, dad, it's 445. We can't watch TV now. What are we going to do? He goes, no, no, no. We just let him go to bed. And then once he goes to bed, we just turn the TV back on. oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> that could have went south so quick oh my god i was like we have to do no.
2: like I, I got six <laughs> hours before i'm tired what yeah. are we gonna do yeah that, and then and then another three until you stop to you know telling yourself that you're not gonna go to bed at that, that age yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much
0: i also remember too like uh, being in the basements because we'd sleep in the basement and creepy as fuck when you're young but there was a bedroom down there And that's where my dad and stepmom would sleep And I had a pull out couch that I would sleep on And I remember one of the first nights It's like 4.45, 5 in the morning And I can just hear this Rant, <laughs> rant, rant, rant Rant, rant above my head And I'm like what is going on Like I'm freaking out Like I just stopped sucking my thumb What am I going to yeah. do I don't know how to cope with <coughs> this So I went into my dad's room I'm like dad And he's like what It's It's like it's 5 in the morning I'm like I know I don't know what the sound is above me. He's like, it's your grandma. She gets up at four o'clock. She's on the rocking chair, which is right above. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I was like, oh. It's so creepy. <laughs> no. But yeah. When you're in a basement, yeah. you're
2: just, rant, rant. it's so creepy. Rant, rant. And about that time, that's like with Bates Motel, you know, comes out and, oh no. dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, and you're in a basement already, and if you're not, like, I grew up in Las Vegas. If you're not used to basements, even if you're used to basements, they can still be creepy mm-hmm. if they're oh, not yeah. done into, like, you know, if they're not remodeled into rooms and living rooms and shit like that. They could be really fucking creepy. But when you don't experience bat- uh, uh, basements at all, mm-hmm. it's, it, you go down there and you're like, I'm gonna die down here. Yeah, yeah. back
2: east is the same way. There are, There's basements left and right back east, and they always start with those crickety wooden stairs and the light yep. that's, like, Five, the light switch that's like five steps in and it's dark yep. as sin you never know what you're getting into you feel like somebody's watching you yeah no fuck basement you, you got to
0: play that game when you go back upstairs <laughs> How fast from the basement run? That you run as fucking fast as you can like like aj story you need new shoes you can run so fast <laughs> yeah. up those stairs because something is gonna get you give you the pf flyers baby i
1: have a yeah
0: probably because you're Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ed.
1: I had a, like a quick story on uh, what we you were talking about with like like older people and like their thoughts on you know like their thought process and how they do things. Um, uh, just from older generations, my uh, girlfriend in high school. Uh, I was staying over at her house, uh, or actually her mom's house, who she lived with. Uh, Did you her say parents. your
0: girlfriend is in high school? No,
1: my girlfriend in high school. Oh, oh. yeah.
0: Okay, I was gonna say Keena's gonna get. Pissed.
1: Yeah, she's gonna be real mad. so there's a lot of other people. <laughs> uh, so my girlfriend. Uh, from back when I was in high school uh, I was staying over at her house I think it was like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something and um, you know her mom lived with her parents and they were like in their 70s and 80s and they were really old school but they were really chill and uh, ex- except for the, the grandfather the grandfather was like pretty like strict like old school like hard right leaning strict person uh, and they were like okay you know we're just gonna tell him that somebody like her friend's gonna be staying in this room Um, he's probably going to come in at like four, three, four in the mornings. That's when he wakes up and he comes in and checks on everybody. So he's going to like, come check on you. Just like kind of hide if you hear him open the door. (laughs) I was like, okay, so I'm in this room. Right. And, and, uh, so like I'm in this room and you know, my girlfriend and I spent some time together that night and then she went to her room and then I'm asleep and like right on the button four in the morning, just clang. the door just like swings open and his walker just like presses into it. And it just like hits the wall, and immediately I was like, "What the fuck!" And I look up, and I see him just like looking through the door, and he's like, <laughs> "And I just like like slyly just pulled the pillow over my face, and I was like,
2: <laughs> Let me just start the process right. for you right now." Right,
1: and I was and I was just like like just making these like high pitched sounds, like not trying to make like <laughs> like like low gruntled man sounds. I was just like, "Oh, like trying to make like girl sounds, like." <laughs> So instead
2: of fighting back, you just lean in and play along. So I just like pulled the pillow over my face and choke me, Daddy. You know, maybe maybe he
1: saw my my legs swing out of the blankets when he was probably like, "Damn, this girl doesn't shave her legs," and like close the door. And I was like, "Oh, thank God, that's an ugly bitch." And, and I I got desperate out, this week. Like she she comes in the room. She's like, "Okay, like it was like maybe eight in the morning." She's like, "Okay, come out." You know, like take a shower real quick and and like if he comes in you know from his room and asks you when you got here, just say like thirty minutes ago. It's exactly what happened. She was cooking me breakfast and he was like, Oh, when'd you get here? And I was like, Oh like thirty minutes ago, I didn't be here you come in. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just soft. like I got like, soft like, footprints. <laughs> That's just, like, so interesting. Like, he just has that old-school, like, man-of-the-house mentality and just, like, I need to go and check on everybody in my house. You know, like, right. that's, like, yeah. his authority right. he swung the door open with and was like, who's in my room? That's, like, such an old-school mentality.
0: And speaking of old-school mentalities, let's talk about things our parents did to us when we were kids that we vowed even though we've probably all become our parents, but that we vowed we would not do to our own kids. Mm. Josh, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Oh, dude,
2: the number one thing that I sw- don't you
0: say a bad word about your mother.
2: She's a saint. I swore up and down that I would never <laughs> do is I I I like I would never play the game of. Uh, Cassie's the bad guy And I'm the good guy mm. Like that That was Hands down The number good parent, one thing parent. Yeah Never ever Would play good cop Bad cop Would never play good parent Bad parent Ever I, I vowed From the get go Cause I remember Just how hard it was On my mom When my dad did that shit Over and over And over Don't get me wrong My dad was A great dad But Man Did he hate Being the fucking bad guy
0: yeah well it's it's, sometimes it's it's tough you know even with with summer and i and and summer's a step-parent so she tells you know she gets on my case all the time like excuse me you need to parent you need to parent your kid i can't keep being the bad guy like i'm already a step-parent so it's already different yeah (laughs) and you're just gonna make you're gonna make them hate me more and i'm like no you're you know yell at them beat them Use your good hand yeah. too, not even your weak strong
1: hand. hand. <laughs> strong Take hand. my strong hand.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it, it it is. It's it's tough. It's it's because sometimes, sometimes you don't want to. Like you genuinely don't want to be the bad guy and, mm. and as a as a parent, you have to get past that. Whether you're a mom or a dad, does that doesn't matter. You have to get past that feeling of mm-hmm. that like I'm just sick of arguing with you today. Like <laughs> you know that feeling of of just mm-hmm. giving in yeah or it's like you yeah. know if
1: you sit there and you catch yourself thinking about, oh, like, how are they going to look at me? You know, keep keep having to get after them. But you got to get out of that mindset because then if you do that and you start letting them get away with stuff, now they know that they can get away with stuff and they'll they'll start kind of walking all over you. And then one day you're just going to explode and you're just going to have all these like bottled up things, you know, like you never take the trash out, you never pick up after yourself, you never shower, you're disgusting, you never clean your... And it's like... Bottles and just explodes under pressure. You got to make sure that you just maintain that like all the time. It's tough. It's tough, you know, sitting there going, you know, no, you can't do this or no, we can't buy this. And they just look at you like, really? And it's like, we really, you really don't understand all that we have to do or go through to do this stuff. And you feel kind of bad and you just want to give them the world. But at the same time, we can't give them the world. And it's so difficult.
0: Well, even Summer and I had a conversation just a little bit ago today about you know because Elias he has he has a big chore list like he he does a lot around here he every day you know whether it's dishes or steam mopping the floor uh he's got his normal like every week he has to pick up dog poop on a certain day he's got to deep clean his bathroom which is like sink toilet shower like other kids, you you hear, and it's it's different than what it used to be. Like when I was a kid, I had chores. Like during the summertime, I had a list of things that my mom knew that I had to do, and I knew I had to do them. And if I didn't do them by the time she got home, my ass was turning red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I and, and you figure that out quick, and you might not get good at it right away, but you're still doing, you're still trying to do what you're supposed yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And Summer and I had this conversation, and she's like. You know how does he not understand like blah, blah blah and i'm like i'm like babe he's he's 12 and a half like when i was 12 and a half like i didn't even know what my pecker was yes. <laughs> like, well. he, you know well you know yeah we but we know that um it's <laughs> it's probably a lot. but <laughs> i was trying to add flavor asshole no but it's like you don't understand when you're that age because it doesn't click yet and i told her i was like i was probably like 14 15 before i really knew what my mom expected and what she wanted like how she wanted how she it wanted it look.
2: that's a, yeah that's a mm. big exactly key. and
0: that's and that's the big difference i don't know as far as far as my story though is um uh, my mom was a hard ass and I love her for it because she made me a better person. And I, you know, there was times that we were in each other's face because, you know, I grew up with my mom and my stepdad and from a young age, my mom set the tone that she was the manhandler in the family that she was going to, you know, take care of, I was her kid. And so she was the, she was the judge, jury and executioner for me. And it's, you know there's times it's tough because it's like you hate getting yelled at every person hates getting yelled at but there's times you need it but you and and it's funny because then she you know they say those things like one day you'll look back on this and thank me you're like you're fucking (laughs) retired and And then and then sure as shit like light bulb moment happens and you text your mom you call your mom or your dad and you're like how the fuck did you know like we don't know that they've been there before mm-hmm. just like our kids don't know that we've been there before and it's just it's comical on the parent side of seeing it it's like dude how smart do you think you are you're so dumb right yeah. now <laughs> like, i was a way better liar than this and then i have to text my mom hey i was a better liar than this right can you tell me yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh as far as like things my mom did that i swore i wouldn't do which is sometimes it's a downfall because I'll, I'll get. Uh, Summer I'll get on my case about it is, I try to do things like I, things I know that 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 Elias doesn't want to do, uh, like going to a certain store that I know he has no interest in. I just try and get it done and get it over with by myself and come home. and yeah. She's like, no, you got to take him. You got to do those things. You got to. But it was because my mom, my mom used kind of the blackmail scheme. Like, if you want to do these things, you got to do these things with me first. So like going to certain stores and it's like seriously, like why? why am I in here? You know, why, why, why am I sitting here forever? And it it pissed me off. And so now it's kind of reversed. Like I'm not doing what I'm, what my mom did, but now it kind of bites me in the ass because Summer's like, you got to do more. Even if he doesn't want to go, you got to take him. Like this morning I had to go pick up my grocery order from the curbside pickup thing. And The last time I went, I went at like 6.30 and I just went by myself. And she was like, you need to take him. Like if he's up, take him. So this morning he was up. So I was like, come on, get in the car. Well, it's different. I know you're not going to do anything. It's different for us because
2: like you know where he's coming from. You know exactly how he feels that he doesn't want to go with you and that it's going to be boring for him to go with you. Whereas – for her she came you know she's coming from you know ronda and marvin who are like no you're going wherever the hell we tell you to go Four kids four kids you there's no option but to take you where we're going you know and right. that's funny that you you bring that up because something i always told myself i would never do with my kids i would do differently but i actually now that i'm older find myself doing exactly the same thing is yeah is 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 the same type of stuff it's taking my kids places like my parents were very big on let's go to you know this zoo we went to we came to Arizona before we moved out here we came to Arizona like five times before we actually moved out here we went to places like Oatman and the Grand Canyon and when you're six and seven like you could care less eight you could care less Mm -hmm. about places like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but now that I'm this age and and i value those things in a different light i'm like yeah let's go camping let's let's go see the grand canyon i want to take you to these all these places and these zoos and you know zoos are a little different because my my kids actually really like animals at the time we went i could care less but um you know if it was aquatic i loved it and still to this day i love it but a regular zoo no
0: thanks but if it was like sea world or something like that i'm all same
2: yep yeah, and, and, and that, you know, so that's that's one thing that I, I always told myself I would do differently. I would take them to places like Six Flags and Magic Mountain and, you know, Disneyland and all that stuff. And now I'm like, I don't want to spend money on that crap. <laughs> yeah, Here, here's the petting zoo in Birdland. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> before before AJ takes over, though, I got a funny story
0: uh-huh. So that reminds me. So one of the times I was going with my mom, and I won't name the store, But we go to this store, and I want to say I was like around 11, maybe 12. And I was super into wrestling. And we went to the store first. Like this was a reverse role. She actually took me to the store first and let me buy two action figures. And I still remember I had Brett the Hitman Hart and I had Vader. I remember and those, those. two oh, that I, yeah. I, those were the mm-hmm. two I bought and I was so amped, so excited. And she goes, okay, now we're going to go to my store. And I was like, I don't give a yeah. fuck where we go. I got Vader and I got Bret the Hitman Hart. So we go into the store and uh, <laughs> I'm just roaming around playing with my action figures, doing good, whatever. Well, I got the bright idea. I'm going to get inside this clothes rack. You know, those big round clothes racks. So I get inside the clothes rack and I'm playing and playing. And I go to move and I trip (laughs) and I knock the whole clothes (laughs) rack over. And there was there, there was two reactions to this. There was two reactions. Oh, no. The store clerk running at Mach 10 to make sure I'm okay. And my mom running at Mach 12 to say, those fucking toys are gone. What the fuck is wrong with you, you dumbass? Yeah. Well, And I just remember going home, like, sitting in the back like this. <laughs> pissed off and she she had my toys. I got them back like I don't know a couple days later or something but oh my god it was one of those like I just knocked it over and the look I see the clerk coming at me and I just remember like I'm in a water with sharks. She looks okay. Then I she see my not. mom. Here comes here comes the tiger shark, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, <God." laughs> I'm so gonna die right now. Uh, oh, anyway, much. AJ, what do you, what do you got? Parents, uh, something your parents did to you that you don't want to do to your own kids.
1: Um, I never want to be drunk in front of my kids. Yeah. Uh you know it's oh, it's, that's it's, a tough it's one. Yeah, you know it's it's one of those things. My family struggles with you know some things of addiction, you know uh, certain things here and there, and one of them is definitely alcoholism.
2: And I learned in my early It's coming from the weed guy. Yeah, yeah. it's coming from the weed yeah. guy. Coming uh, from the guy that uh, <laughs> just got attacked by a chihuahua. So exactly,
1: he exactly. But but here's here's so he think,
2: it was really a grub worm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: here's
1: here's the difference between smoking weed and drinking. Smoking weed, you're fucking chill you're you mm-hmm. you just want to hang out, you want to laugh, <laughs> yeah. you want to love. You're super chill. That's why I love it. It expands your mind, your creativity. Uh drinking does the exact opposite. Drinking oh, yeah. for me, um you know, it makes me feel numb in certain ways that I have just an uncanny and unwanted filter, like no filter. And uh you know, if I get drunk enough, it can either swing two ways. I can either be super loopy and goofy or I can be really pissed and i don't like mm-hmm. that part of myself being really pissed you know that scotch irish bullshit pissed off side i don't like that and i saw that too much growing up you know not to throw anybody under the bus but that's definitely something that i said but, from an wah, wah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I i definitely said from an early age that that's not something i want to subject my children to and so you know right. like the only time i really don't ever drink the only time i ever do is if i'm chilling in the pool and even then, it's really not that much. And I make it last over a while to make sure that... Which is true. Yeah, to, to make sure that I don't get drunk. Like, I get mildly buzzed. That's it. But I I'd never want to subject my children to any of those, like, not good behaviors and antics. And, yeah. yeah, you know, like, I love my parents to death. And they know I love them to death. But certainly, yeah. there's things that we can all say from our parents and even us that we could have done better and that's one thing I picked up on that I never want to ever subject my kids to.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I I feel you. I mean, and, and for me, I remember growing up, uh, I don't think I touched alcohol until I was like 19. There was even a time where I was at um, uh, my mom's friend's house, and I was 18, and they had, you know, drinks, and they had like those... Uh, what are those lemon ones? Uh, the Mike's, oh, Mike's, Mike's Hardenade? Harden. Harden. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. And my mom was like, try it. And I was like, no, no, I'm okay. I don't want to try it. I don't want to try it. And I was scared to death to drink because I didn't know my real dad until I was 12. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know... Uh, what whatever he was an angry drunk whatever he got on you know there's multiple stories that i won't go into but Mm -hmm. you know it it happened uh, you know i was born my parents got married when i was like one and a half they got divorced when i was two and a half so it didn't last long and i was scared to death it's like you know alcoholism is a genetic thing Mm -hmm. and so once that sweet taste of alcohol hit my lips (laughs) oh my god i was ready for murder yeah, but yeah. no, it, it's it scared me, though, because I was like, I don't want to I don't I didn't know how he was because I was too little mm-hmm. and I never experienced it. But I didn't want to become a person that was dependent on alcohol or dependent on substance. Mm-hmm. And th- I mean, the good thing was I got to know my dad because he changed his life around, you know, for the better and and stop drinking because he knew no matter what it was beer, hard liquor, it didn't matter. He he would get the mean streak in him. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how it would go. So I, you know, I, I'm, I didn't want to be that person, but, and, and luckily I haven't been, I've been more my, like my mom, but that that's a tough one being, being drunk in front of your kids. Yeah. Cause you don't want to be, um, you know, I, I think once you're an adult, it's a little different. Cause I've picked up my mom from a concert when her and her friends were drinking and I'm like, you know, driving home and i've got her and two of her friends and they're drinking and i'm I'm just like was i this fucking dumb when you picked me and my friends (laughs) up like we weren't even drunk or high or anything but we were obnoxious but i'm like was it this bad because if so i apologize because you are so (laughs) obnoxious right well i think i think i think those of us that have that
2: understanding uh we we don't want our kids to see that side of us because we don't want them to think that we're ever not prepared to handle what they need us to handle you know we don't ever want them to to feel like we're you know we're not their superhero and and I think that I think guys like us tend to be more cognizant of that fact that Mm -hmm. when you start doing things like drinking and getting into other stuff you know it it takes away from your abilities to actually be a parent and and it shows them bad examples that we had You know my dad was into some pretty hard stuff when i was younger and and same thing i don't you know i don't ever want to follow in those footsteps and i don't ever Mm -hmm. want my kids to understand you know that it is potentially even slightly remotely a possibility you know that that that's there so yeah that's that's a big thing that's definitely Mm -hmm. a big thing i think that's probably our number one thing that we can say should be across the board that none of us want to do that you know our parents did was have any kind of addiction i I think
0: it's a i think it it goes along every single generation yeah uh you know like our parents didn't want to be like their parents yeah and so they they transitioned like my mom was super protective you know i went to a private christian school because she didn't want me in the bad crowd yeah that fucking helped and Right, I know. I'm a fucking maniac. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Put that bus in Lost reverse, your, <laughs> then drive. <laughs> you all money them kids. On that one, didn't you? <laughs> uh, but 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 she was really protective of me because of how she was in high school, you know. But she grew up in a small town. Yeah. Uh, what you know small city at the time now it's bigger but at the time it was small i grew up in vegas and it was a different ball game and you know each Mm -hmm. generation we've seen the things change of like you know you hardly see kids riding around on their bikes now to go places you might see them in the neighborhood but even when we were kids we rode places on our bikes because it was still even in vegas it was still somewhat safe i mean each generation's had its issues with with uh child problems and adults that are not to be around yeah. children but it's when we uh, were
2: growing up we yeah. had the lights out curfew yeah like right like, you, you see a street light your ass better be home. exactly like you can't yep. do that nowadays at all yeah but was, I, yep. I
1: think i think for me it was lights turned on and if the sky turns orange like when the yeah. sun's setting and the clouds yeah. turn orange come home
0: yeah 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 a- aj <laughs> walks in at one in the afternoon <laughs> yeah. and her mom's like bud why are you here like the sky was orange you on that reefer boy (laughs) you know what's so
1: funny is that my mom like hammered on me so hard when i was in high school she always thought i was doing drugs and i never touched like like i've only ever done just weed and alcohol and i never i did like alcohol like a handful of times when i was in high school like 16 17 but i never touched weed until i was eighteen. And so when she finally yeah. stopped on me about, like, thinking she was I was on
0: drugs is when I started the drugs. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All that hard work paid off. Suck yeah. it. Suck it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the funny thing. Like I said, you know, I, I was scared to touch alcohol. I didn't want to be... I didn't know what I was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then as you grow into it, it, it changes things. Um, but at the same time, the, the, the last thing I would say is I just... I, I want to try as as much as possible to be truthful with your kid yeah Yeah. when they have questions like um you know like obviously if if my son's like you know caught him smoking weed it's it's not a good thing but guess what you're gonna try it yeah more than likely Mm -hmm. most kids do and you you know there's different reactions from different parents because as you become a parent your mindset changes but you know it's it's one of those things that you just want to be to me i want to be truthful with my kid and and soon to be other kid, um, but you know that that's about it. I just want to be I want to be fair. Yeah, like teach them. It's, it's tough because you, you want to teach them responsibility, yeah. and you're going to be tough, and you got to punish when you have to punish. But at the same time, it's it's about teaching a lesson. And, and my mom did great at that too, because she would you know punish me.
2: I, I want your mom get, to punish me.
0: Oh, oh get in line, <laughs> homie. <laughs> Sorry mom I love you. You know I can I can, I can give this. you a fast pass I
2: love you. That. I can <laughs> give you I can give you a, I will. I can give you a fast pass and just send you over to Aunt Pat's house.
1: A bad, a fast pass. <laughs> oh shit.
0: Fuck
2: me, dude, you did not. That's great. (laughs) That's great. Mom,
0: I love you and I apologize for these assholes.
1: (laughs) I don't even know
0: what I was saying. What was I even saying? We were saying goodbye for the week. (laughs) And we're done. Oh. <laughs> well that yeah that that I think that wraps yeah. it up. The only thing we got to look forward to is what AJ, what do you got coming up in the next week?
1: Um not too much going on. You know, still going on my walks, doing work. Um you know, thinking up stuff for this podcast, you know. Uh trying to branch out and market. Uh and uh, think of some more ideas for that stuff and um oh, I've been re- I've, I've been seen, researching I've into your walks. I've been researching into um new equipment for my guitar so i could be able to plug in nice. my guitar to my laptop and record
0: and also plug nice, in a microphone nice. to record i like it cool i like it yeah i've seen i've seen your walks on some facebook and and sometimes you send them to me in Snapchats. I'm proud of you. Stay with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And if you're doing it now, you'll be able to continue to do it because it is hot as balls outside lately, oh, dude. and it's only going to get better. Yeah. So you're, you're starting. Stay it off with right. it. I'm proud of you. Yeah. It's yeah. Deep. What do you got, Josh? Yeah. It's. Oh, sorry. I, I go love. Ahead, AJ. I
1: love walking in the heat. But sorry.
0: Go. Go for
1: it.
2: You wait. You like yeah, what you sweaty got, balls? Josh? Is what you're saying?
1: <laughs> I want you, that swamp ass? No. Oh, no, that's terrible.
2: <laughs> that's the worst part about walking in the summer is the chafing. Yeah. <laughs> Now I uh actually our kids are starting back up so the school um they're doing Zoom classes so this should be interesting uh you know my the <laughs> yeah my kids their attention span is about the size of a quarter so we're going to really have to push ourselves to figure figure out how these zoom classes are gonna work dude but uh that that's gonna be a struggle
0: go ahead and shut it off (laughs) yeah yeah i i
2: can just i can see myself walking into the house right now and my mom's like laying on the floor crying because she's just had enough and the my two girls are just like sitting there eating apples and peanut butter like what's up dad you know how'd zoom class go zoom what the boys on xbox yeah and then great grayson's <laughs> on xbox you know yeah i, I don't know what i'm going to be walking into each day i get off of work but here's here's hoping uh, it goes well so
0: yeah i didn't know you started that i didn't know you guys started next week <laughs> yeah
2: they they do zoom yeah. zoom starting tomorrow until the 17th of august and then they're going back to in school gotcha yeah. gotcha
0: yeah i don't know I, I don't have much going on i got a kind of a normal week it's um you know Elias got the gym, got the home stuff, softball. Monday's horrible. I got a doubleheader 63740. I got an 850 game on field 1, on field 1. Oh, 630. And then like Wednesday brutal. got another game, but just normal stuff, work life, uh, messing with this podcast like AJ said trying to branch out, reach out, spend some media. If you guys are out there listening, we appreciate it. Keep listening. Give us reviews, give us likes. Give us feedback. Yeah. Email us at dadsondayquil at gmail.com. That's always two L's at the end of Dayquil. Email us. Give us. Let's start an FAQ, like AJ said multiple times. We love some of your dad stories or even mom stories, aunt stories, uncle stories. doesn't matter. Give us some funny stories. We'd love to make a listener segment out of this down the road. Uh, we also have other socials. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have TikTok TikTok. You need a tic-tac. Yeah, (laughs) tic-tac. Just uh, search (laughs) Dads on Dayquil. You'll find us. Uh, Keep listening. Uh, We love you guys. Keep listening. We love it. We love doing this. I look forward to this every week. You guys have been great, and we'll see you for episode five. Peace out. We love you. Dads out. Peace out.
2: Hey, Jordan. What's the difference between a pickpocket and a peeping tom? I don't know. One snatches your watch, the other watches your snatch. (laughs) (laughs) no, he
1: didn't. No, he
2: didn't.